Welcome to the Government Services Chapter of the American College of Emergency Physicians podcast. GSASEP represents emergency physicians who work in the federal government, including active duty military, National Guard, and military reserves, as well as the Veterans Administration, Indian Health Service, and other federal agencies. Our mission is advancing emergency care for America's heroes. In this podcast, we bring you lectures and conversations with leaders in federal emergency medicine to help you better care for your patients and lead your departments. The views expressed on this podcast are personal views and do not represent the views of the Department of Defense, any branch of the military, or the federal government, and they do not constitute endorsement of any product by any of these entities. My name is Wells Weymouth, and I'll be giving this talk in conjunction and with a lot of help from Kevin Evan Baines for the GSS 2021 short lecture series for the point of care ultrasound medic curriculum. And normally we would be asking the government to come pay for us to get some exciting and stimulating lecture talks and while networking and uh, seeing some old friends and meeting some new ones. Uh, I think it is very unfortunate that this is now virtual, but I will say a big thanks to uh, Dr. Tyler Davis for setting it up and still allowing us to get all the educational benefit of this, even though it's not in person. So uh, for our talk, we have no disclosures. Uh, a little bit of background. So there is an intro to ultrasound curriculum built into the SOCOM Special Operations Convict Medic Pipeline. It takes about five to six hours and it's spread over a couple core modules, Trauma 1, Trauma 2. Uh, ultrasound familiarity is based after that on individual experience. So if they're not learning it back at their respective units, uh, they are simply not learning it. Uh, there are no formal education Courses readily available that are utilized by medics typically. Um, if they do, it's a very expeditious medic or ambitious one. Those are typically geared towards the providers. And then, as we know, medics operate with relative autonomy in extremely austere locations where ultrasound would be perfect. So, what we thought is how can we provide an ultrasound curriculum? for medics who are chilling on their bed on deployment or on the back of a bird uh, while they are waiting for something else to happen. So what we did is we did didactic and hands-on sessions. We introduced these on a weekly basis to our medics and showed them, hey, this is the cool stuff that you can do with ultrasound, nerve blocks, uh, locating vessels and then we said hey I think you should learn more about this and if you're interested uh, we would like you to join our Google Classroom or Blackboard um, you know we used a, a couple different ways and we placed these modules into there and uh, all of these modules were then followed uh, by a short quiz uh, and then an end of module test. Students were required to score 70% on the test to receive a module complete check mark. All of this information and all of this material was relatively easy to find online. We basically collated it and then added some key learning points. So. After this, we sent our medics or continued to send our medics 
into their respective austere locations. And they started coming back with some cases. So we'll start with the most extreme case, in my view. It's a 43-year-old male contractor with history of hypertension who presented with fatigue for three weeks and mild intermittent central chest pain for two days. The vital signs show that he's mildly hypertensive, which he says is not completely abnormal for him. His physical exam is normal. EKG is read as normal. There's another provider present uh, during this encounter. He says the EKG is normal. And then they get an ISTAT, which is normal except for creatinine of 3.1, which is abnormal for this gentleman. So they're thinking maybe he's a little dehydrated. But let's just go ahead and get the um, ultrasound. And what we're going to do is we're going to do an echo, and we're going to do a renal ultrasound. In particular, on the renal ultrasound, they end up capturing this image, which is highly concerning. And they send him immediately uh, to the Roll3 facility. And it turns out he has a massive uh, type B aortic dissection. So... Amazing pickup by the ultrasound. Truly, I'm not sure if it would have happened that fast, and I think this man has ultrasound skills to thank for his expeditious care. Moving on to the next case. Uh, there was a 52-year-old male pilot with sudden-onset left leg pain while playing basketball. Vital signs are normal, and then he's got pain with any movement of the left foot. So we were able to obtain uh, an X-ray, because uh, there was a rudimentary x-ray machine available, uh, which really shows nothing. He's got maybe an apophyseal injury from long ago, maybe a little bit of tissue edema. Uh, getting the exam is extremely difficult because of this gentleman's pain. Um, so we were able to obtain an ultrasound, which shows just complete uh, tear of the Achilles tendon and then some surrounding fluid and edema. And he gets a appropriate splint and then gets evacuated. So a uh, great case for ultrasound where the exam was difficult. So it kind of clinched the diagnosis for us. Um, then we saw uh, another night, a 27-year-old female contractor who presented with vaginal bleeding and pelvic pain. So this is uh, every, at least for my medics, every medic's worst nightmare. So the vital signs are normal, and then the urine HCG is positive. Um, so there's initial concern. Is this ectopic? Uh, is this, uh, really, is this ectopic? The torsion was very low on the differential. Appendicitis, extremely low. Uh, and we're able to obtain this beautiful ultrasound, which um, shows uh, very clearly a, a IUP. Uh, and uh, while this person was eventually uh, evacuated from theater, it was not nearly as uh, expeditious as the original uh, idea uh, was. And uh, therefore, we were able to save some air assets and uh, a lot of heartache um, from several commanders. Uh, we had another 31-year-old uh, female with left breast pain. Uh, vital normal. She had a left breath with induration and erythema in the um, uh, sort of the anterior and superior region. Um, and the medic was saying, well, doc, I think we could just do antibiotics in return. I said, oh, let's just put a probe on there and see what you got. And lo and behold, um, large fluid pocket, which obviously requires drainage. So um, he was able to, in fact, uh, drain the abscess and she came back the next day and it was draining very well and then 
follow up uh, later that week. Um, everything went really well. So uh, potential delay of care with just using antibiotics, but again, ultrasound comes in, saves the day. Uh, so next case, we have a 23-year-old male whose left foot was run over by a razor. They're the uh, kind of utility vehicles that are from personal experience, uh, incredibly fun to drive around. Uh, so he's got pain with range of motion. He's got a laceration present. Um, there is some concern for a fracture given the amount of pain he's in. Uh, but the medic at the time says, well, doc, we could just suture and bandage it and then have him seen by our experts because he's in a, uh, a different country where the medical care may not be as good. And the idea uh, is floated, but uh, we really say, no, we think he needs some x-rays first. And then if, um, if he can, just go ahead and get an ultrasound. Um, so the x-rays uh, were pretty obvious for uh, a fracture. Um, the ultrasound also showed a fracture. Um, so I don't think the ultrasound necessarily changed this person's course, um, but it was an easy, quick, and effective test to get uh, pre-hospital. Uh, last case, so we had a 35-year-old U.S. citizen contractor who complained of chest pain and vomiting. Um, this was his EKG. Uh, again, really read as a normal EKG by a provider at the time. And then uh, there was an ER doc there, and the ultrasound was read as absence of B-lines, sliding lung, uh, and a normal echo, uh, really not concerning for much of anything. Um, so he was sent home with um, some PPIs and, and really treated for uh, GERD. Now, later on, it was discovered that uh, this chest pain really was uh, likely due to esophageal stricture and uh, possible achalasia. But what we didn't have to do is spin up a bunch of assets in order to get him seen by a cardiologist uh, immediately, right? So that's always a nice thing when you have a little time, and uh, that's really what the ultrasound bought us in, in this case. Um, so really, in conclusion, um, point-of-care ultrasound, we believe, can be effectively integrated into existing medical curriculums or non-existing many curriculums. And then it really does need to be accompanied by some small group hands-on sessions when you can, right? So they can get the basic block of instructions through the app or whatnot, and then uh, get the hands-on part later on. Um, medics perceived ultrasound training as just incredibly valuable in understanding human anatomy and diagnosis of critical disease. So it was not just a uh, clinical tool. It was an educational tool. Um, the ultrasound training uh, was downloaded for offline use, referenced during patient encounters, which is exactly what you want. And then our future goals include expanding on this work to incorporate um, expanded modules because there, there really is no limit to what you can put on uh, these new iPhones or Android. So thank you so much for having us here today. Really appreciate it. Uh, I can be reached by email. Um, and thanks again to Dr. Davis and all the um, people who put this on. And I look forward to seeing everyone in person uh, some other time. GSASEP is proud to be the premier continuing medical education source for military and federal emergency physicians. 
To purchase CME for the episode you just listened to, please click on the link in the show notes. The Government Services Chapter of the American College of Emergency Physicians promotes quality emergency care and enhances the development of emergency physicians who serve our nation from training through retirement. Learn more about our chapter at www.gsacep.org.